Hey, Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And Doug, tis the season right now. Yeah, Christmas music is playing. It is crazy how fast this year has gone by. It's It's been a good one. It's snow on the ground. You just got back from your trip Stupid to the uh, snow. Bahamas and, and yeah, come back to yeah. snow. Was on the Celebrity Edge inaugural sailing while it snowed like 10 inches here. I hope someone shoveled your driveway for yeah, you. Yeah, we have that set up with some neighbor kids. However, my dad felt it necessary to drive five miles in the snow with my son to come shovel my very steep driveway. He should not have done that. But uh, yes, it did get shoveled and I didn't have to do it. So that's all the better. That is a win. And if you haven't seen, we released a bonus episode where Doug and Alex Sinek actually were on the Celebrity Edge and we just released that a couple days ago. So feel free to listen to that one. It's only about 15 minutes, but it's interesting to hear about your review, a non-Disney cruise. Yeah, and we'll, we'll talk more about that in the after show on Patreon. So yeah. if you're interested in that, check out Patreon. You can find me talk about the uh, behind the scenes. Behind of the, the scenes. I'm, I'm very interested. So yeah, just a couple bucks a month, and you can find that link in our show notes. But Doug, another thing that's happening right now to plug for a show in a couple weeks is your wife didn't come back with you. No, the rope no, drop she, queen is still there. So her and Alex, they we got an Uber to the airport. Alex has been on the show before, and his wife went. It was a whole bunch of MEI people on the ship, and so we got an Uber back to the airport, and literally Alex and Michelle kicked their spouses out on the curb, and then they went and rented a car and went to Disney World for several days without it's a, us. It's a work trip for them. I get uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. That's what they kept saying. But Just like not. you and I have a work trip when we go in a few weeks. Yeah. For our road drop trip. all work. All work. But what's really neat is Michelle is actually watching Neil Patrick Harris right now as we speak. And so she's going to be coming on in two weeks to talk all the holiday and Christmas stuff that Disney World has to offer. That will be a fun show because they're trying to cram in like every holiday activity in the span of like 48 hours. And they just might do it. They might. With her? They met. Yep. They cheered him on after the Main Street vehicles in his run. Oh, yeah. I saw that on Twitter. Yeah. yeah, Kent. And he's going to be on the show next week. Yeah. So we have a good lineup for December. A lot of great things coming. But let's jump back into travel. You just had a nice little airplane back. A couple weeks yeah. ago, I talked about Disneyland. I took an airplane back. And a question that we get from listeners and family and friends is, how do you do it? Traveling with kids, traveling by yourselves, it's a lot of work. And there's always special gear and equipment that... People ask us our recommendations on. So, Doug, for this holiday season, and maybe if you're a little late to buying Christmas presents, we've kind of put a a list together, top 10-ish things that you kind of need when traveling, especially with kids. 
So, Doug, we are going to go through this list. And you yeah. put a nice little blog post together. There, there is a matching blog post that you'll yep. be able to find at www.ropedroppers.com. And check that out. And you can see kind of a synopsis of everything that we're going to talk about here. But these are all things that we use personally and have tried and tested and failed with other products before we arrived at these. So field tested by the Sassmans and the McKnights. And approved. Tested and approved. Yeah, the stamp of approval is the key here. <laughs> I like the rope drop stamp. All right, Doug, the one that I know you guys have gotten quite a bit is some of your kids have some uh, issues flying, um, and we get that a lot. You know, my, my son, my daughter really just is not a good flyer. We don't want to go on any Disney trips until they're older. What do you use to help them kind of get through the airplane? And there's a product that you, I know you guys use quite a bit. Yes, Claire. She is our pain in the butt airplane traveler she is grumpy crabby she doesn't like gum she doesn't like gummy things to chew so she won't chew gum and swallow she has like this magical skill to not pop her ears it's amazing so after trying all of that stuff finally we i don't know what slowed us down from trying this but we finally tried the earplanes and for those of you that don't know it the earplanes are basically fancy earplugs that you put in before takeoff. And it has instructions on how to do it. You have to like twist them in. They plug their nose and and they look uncomfortable to me. But Claire loves them. The first time she used them, she landed in Orlando and was like, my ears don't hurt. She was like excited. And like she was so crabby with her ears that the first two or three days of a trip, like she could ruin them. So these things like made her a different child. And one time I was on a flight where a kid was just screaming their heads off and the this flight attendant was kind of funny and he got on there, um, ma'am, you forgot to put your child in airplane mode. So I always refer when we put those in, like, I'm putting you in airplane mode, Claire. So like make it. sure you put your children in airplane mode. It, it's good for everybody. It's a win-win. And they're not that expensive either. No, they're relatively cheap. You get several sets. Um, there's adult sizes and kids sizes. So even for you adults that may have trouble with uh, pressurizing your ears. And, you know, on a long flight, you take them out once you get to altitude and put them in before you go back down. Claire likes to just leave them in because she's like, doesn't want you to touch them. But I would think after three or four hours or something in your ear, maybe it would hurt. But yeah. and she wears headphones over them, too. Oh, that was my question. So it's, so it's fine. Oh, yeah. It does, it's not an earplug. She still just helps. Um, I don't know how loud she has it, though, but. We'll, we'll let, worry about we'll let that future Claire worry about that in the yeah, ear that's doctor, the be ENT. On insurance bill someday. Maybe she'll become an ENT just because. There you go. All right, another product that I know you introduced me to, I think it's so cool, is kind of these uh, Wi-Fi file hubs. A uh, yes. really cool thing. And now I have to buy one after you just told me about this. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't tell you about this magical little device earlier. So... Back in the day, when we first got iPads, they had like eight gigs of memory, and half the memory was taken up by like the operating system. And so movies that your kids want to watch eat up a lot of space, and you can only put like two movies on or so. And kids like to watch 10 minutes of 20 movies rather than just one movie, right? And once they're in an airplane, there's no Wi-Fi to watch YouTube. There's none of that. So all of a sudden, you have a kid that has this fancy iPad and like, they think they have nothing to do on it. So I found a solution to that. It's called the File Hub 
Plus, right? It's basically a little backup battery charger that has an SD card slot that you take the SD card and you fill it full of music or movies, whatever you want to, but it has to be stuff that you have the legal rights to. So you can't just buy a movie on iTunes, slide it onto this SD card and put it in. So you need to buy a DVD, rip it to your computer, and then you can put the compressed rip version onto a memory card. So I have like 70 movies on an SD card that we put in this. And then when you get in the airplane, you turn it on. It sends out a wireless, a Wi-Fi signal. It's not the internet. Some people think Wi-Fi is the internet. Wi-Fi is just a radio frequency. So then you uh, join the network with a password that is the same for every file hub. So here's a secret. If you're ever somewhere in a... Uh, on your Wi-Fi just pops up and says File Hub Plus. Join it because you just type in one, seven, or eight times. That's the password. If you, seven doesn't work, just add another one. So there's one, 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 one. That's the password. You can't change it. Uh, it's the same for every File Hub. That's a so, bonus thing that we're yeah, learning on tonight's show. I've, I've only done that once. Because um, the kids were like, where's our movies? What are all these? Because they all automatically connected That's to funny. somebody else's. Um, so that happened one time. And then that person, like, you know, we realized it. We were on the same flight. So it was kind of funny. Um, but it's amazing when a kid has 70 different movies to pick from. Like, they can't say, I don't have anything to watch. That's a good one. I That is something that once you explained to me a couple of weeks ago, I was that's a must buy for me. And there's all sorts of things that you can do to get movies, software, stuff like that, that works the the mp4 version and everything but you're right don't try to steal one from itunes because especially disney has cut back on that disney is really difficult to rip um i'll just a precursor to that star wars marvel still really easy with free software off the internet and you worry about piracy you have it's still private viewing um it's you're not broadcasting it publicly you're not using it publicly you're not yeah, we should probably it. make sure we're not breaking just, any laws with just this. Sh- you still own the rights to watch that now if you're gonna go and like tell everybody on the airplane hey here's the password well first of all that one's one 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 i got yeah, it yeah it only about four to five devices can use it at the same time before it starts freezing up because not enough signal and it has a pretty good range 10 to 15 feet so you know, can have it way over by one window, and it will work by the other window on an airplane. So it's been a lifesaver. We've used it in hotels. We've used it on airplanes. We've used it on cruises. Well, I'm thinking even when you're waiting at rope drop, all your kids have a device. You know, Disneyland, yes. Disney World, they have Wi-Fi. Oh, good point. Yeah, so it, it, we don't take it. And it also is a battery charger. So if you're running low, you can charge up your iPad or your phone with it. And it's only like 40 bucks. Yeah. For what it does, it's pretty well priced. It's not new technology. I I've had it for like five or six years and they really haven't updated it. You download an app on your phone that's free and you access it through that portal. That can be a little tricky just figuring that out the first few times, knowing where to click because there's a place you can click and you accidentally eject the SD card. So your kids might accidentally eject the SD card and then all the other kids yell at that kid, which is really entertaining when they all just spontaneously start yelling at each other out of silence. It's pretty funny. I think it's funny. Definitely one to look into. Let's keep moving on. Uh, A question we always get, and I know you get, where do you get those cool Disney luggage bags 
every picture that you and Michelle post, I see R2-D2 yeah. and Minnie Mouse, and you guys are all cool with your Disney. You're a lot cooler than we are, the Sassmans. So where do you get these fun Disney bags? Well, we we did get our first Disney bag a while ago, and they're a hard case. We used to just get soft case when we didn't travel more than like once or twice a year. But the more you travel, the more you realize a hard case suitcase is beneficial for lots of reasons. Weather. And it, I literally watched them load my plane the other day in St. Louis. And like, I was very thankful for my hard shelled case. And it sat out in the snow. It got snowed on. So it, a soft suitcase, not very waterproof. So that's one thing. And so the Disney one, Disney makes their own. There's Disney suitcases that are hard. And then there's the American Tourister hard case ones that are Disney and Marvel and Star Wars. We have owned both. We got R2-D2 for me and Michelle got a Minnie Mouse one that was the Disney brand. That Disney brand one broke after like two trips. The handle just like came off and then it ripped apart. And then our other hard one from the Disney brand, the like, not where the zipper is, but the part that folds open and closed just came apart. Like we picked it up in Orlando and half the bags sitting open on the little thing coming around. So don't buy those. Go with American Tourister. We've never had a problem. We've had a couple bum wheels, but I mean that, I mean, moving parts are going to have some wear and tear. R2 is pretty old now. Um, and he looks like he's been through a few battles, but he's still fighting the good fight. So they have like Alden has Captain America. Uh, Claire has a yellow Mickey Mouse because that's her favorite color. Or her favorite color is yellow. Samantha has the Minnie Mouse. That's what we like. We also have one now that's not Disney because Michelle goes on non-Disney trips and she decided she needed something not Disney. So we have an American Tourister hard case um, that's pink. They also have a blue and a green and a gray. But one thing that I love is so I was sitting in St. Louis. I could see out the window, see the whole cart of bags. I could see my bag because it was pink. Every other bag on there was like black or like dark green. So you green. knew it got on the plane. I saw my bag get loaded. I like it. And like I was watching one dude in Fort Lauderdale. Every black bag that came by, he was picking it up and looking around. And I noticed how many bags they have luggage tags on. I'm like, what is wrong with people? You have a black bag with no luggage tag. And if you book with Michelle McKnight, you get a name yeah. luggage tag that Doug makes. That's true. The character. For, Disney, yes. for people that go on Disney trips through Michelle, one of her gifts is my luggage tag service, and that helps you find your bag, even if you do black one. But these these bags we like uh, because we've used so many that have been destroyed or not held up. One other thing that I do is I do the expandable zipper when we first get them, stretch it out real good, and then I get the waterproofing spray like you get in the camping section at stores, and I spray that to give a couple – a couple coats of that so that if it is in rain, which if you're flying in and out of Orlando, it that will can happen. Rain. Um, that way the only place it can leak is like through the zipper and at least minimizes because we've had a couple times where we had soft bags and it was just soaked. I mean, we picked it up off the thing and at home and it was like 20 pounds heavier. Everything was just soaked inside. So one other reason we like the hard shell, plus they stack up bags like, you know, six, deep oh yeah that's a lot of weight on top of your bag if you have a soft case my next bag is a hard shell bag for sure you guys are still on the soft yep you're, yeah you're gonna get there it's the more you go the more you notice like eh, what were 
I, I loved the soft bags before. Like I always thought oh, that's so weird having a hard bag. You can't like squeeze it in there. Like you can't. There's no flexibility to it. But I think when our next bag dies, we'll move on to the hard shell bags. Yeah, and American Tourister is very well priced compared yep. to its equivalent um, ones, and we've had some others, non-American Touristers, that have not lasted. So we love them. Another thing that people need is more power. Everyone needs more power when they're at the parks, and that is really just with cell phones because anymore our smartphones die very frequently, and they do have, what, fuel rods throughout the park? Fuel rods. And why not? Swears by them. So yes, he they, does. they do have the kit back well, in them. You know what? I've been to the parks, and they've been out of fuel rods or the machine's been broken. So I don't trust that. I bring my own. And by bring my own, uh, I think on the last trip, not Disneyland, Disney World, I brought like nine because that's how many I need. And so, Doug, I know you and I both swear by fuel rods, and we have a, we've tested them all out. Yeah, we've we've tested lots and lots of chargers. And kind of like how you mentioned you brought nine, I started buying bigger, like not necessarily physically bigger, but like the ones that can hold like four power. or five charges. Yeah. yeah. Like, so when we travel, Michelle and I each have one that stays in our backpack for travel days that has four to five charges for a, like a t- iPhone 10 Yep. or for the kids. And that's our, the plane sits on the runway for five hours or your flight gets canceled kind of backup. And those just sit at the bottom of our backpack. Um, that's not what I'm really talking about here today, but there's a few, I have used so many that like, they work great for one trip, but the next trip, like they die on you. And when your battery backup doesn't work, then you're like, I mean, you're screwed. Yep. You're you're searching for a plug-in and and you know what? Disney world does not have a ton of places to plug in. They have some unique places in the park, but you have to find them or, or go to them. But why not wait in line? Yeah, I know. I like waiting in line. My favorite is when, you know, you're on Buzz Lightyear or something. You just plug it in. You play the game. You get off, and it's up 25%, your phone. Yeah, and now there's so many high-speed chargers yep. that you can charge very quickly. So all we got three that are the creme de la creme of what I have purchased over and over. I've had my kids use them. Michelle might be the most abusive to electronics on Earth, I think. I mean – there's times I'm like, where is this charger? It's like been in the car in sub-freezing weather, and it still will keep on clicking. So we like the Anchor Power Core. It's a 10,000, oh, whatever, 10,000 milliampere. I can't Charges remember. a lot of times. Charges a lot. It's got like two two to three iPhone charges in there, um, and it's small. It's smaller than your phone. So it's easy to carry around, doesn't take up a ton of space, it doesn't weigh a lot. And then there's one that's a Yubo, Y-O-O-B-A-O charger that we swear by. And like the, the links are on the, the blog post, so you can go there and see exactly. There's multiple colors, and whenever you have the color option on a charger, I'll, just like a bag, don't get black, get the red, get the blue, get the silver, something that's going to be easier to find in your purse or your bag so that you're not digging for it as fast. Why get black? Everybody gets black. Stick out. Be unique. Just like luggage, get unique chargers. That's right. Unique luggage. Got, unique got a chargers. yellow one, a red one, a gray one, and like five black ones. So There you go. And so the one other one that is newer to me, because I just upgraded to iPhone XS recently. Before I was with the 7, so there was no wireless charging. And 
I kind of thought, oh, wireless charging, is that really that big a deal? And then once you do it a couple times, you realize it's amazing. I love wireless charging because I don't have to depend on a cord working. It takes that out of the equation. So I've bought a couple portable wireless chargers that basically the same thing, but you set your phone on there and it charges. The first one I got, um, if it twisted at all, it quit charging. So mm. that I just I, – I had to start using with a cord, which was depressing. I bought this to wirelessly charge, and I put a cord in it. So I got another one to try. And on this last trip, I did everything to abuse it, and it just kept on clicking. It actually has a kickstand that comes up. So I sat there on the airplane, and instead of like putting my trash of napkins and cup and peanuts and stuff under my phone to prop it up, because I refused to put a pop socket on my phone. I, don't I agree. Know. I don't want I one. Just, I just not yeah. going to do it ever. Sorry, pop socket people. God bless you. You love them. But, and also I think that would interfere with wireless charging. So this, you can pop it up, lay your phone horizontally, watch your movie and it charges. To win-win. I, yeah, it was great. So I got off my flight and my phone was at a hundred percent and I watched the movie the whole way. That's like, perfect. And I didn't have a cord that I had to worry about hitting and it coming undone. And so that was pretty cool. I liked the wireless charger. Yeah. Get and, a charger. If you need more power, Get a charger. And always yeah, we definitely have some good links to some good ones. Backup, backup chargers. Yep. And so always these, have a backup because you'll burn through a lot of power when you're at the parks. And I'm not talking about, there's cheap chargers. Yep. Those They're cheap for $5 a ones at Target. Yes. These are not expensive chargers. You can buy $100 chargers. You don't need that. But these are, that they're priced right. They're worth the money to spend on them. Okay. All right. All right. Now, Derek. Tables have turned. Okay. We went through some of yours. About some of my tried and true kind of got us from home to Orlando, a little bit in Orlando because you used my Disney experience draining the battery. Now let's talk about walking around that park a little bit more or wherever your vacation takes you. You have a baby in the park. Maybe you have too many babies in the park. They don't all fit in the stroller. What do you do, Derek? What helps you out? We love carrying our child with our arms. Okay, I love doing that. My wife does not. So we have been... She's normal. Yes, she is normal. I'm kidding. I am... Carry up two hands. I I do. I I actually like carrying my child too. So, uh, and I like using baby carriers. But we like the little baby. It's such a great carrier. And you've probably seen pictures if you follow us on social media of my wife uh, carrying our littlest one. We were just at Disneyland. He was in there for half the time, half in the stroller. When we were at Disney World a few months back, he spent a lot of time in there. And it's great, especially if you have little kids uh, that need to be close to mom or dad. They can sit. You can put a shade over their their head, wrap them up all snug. Uh, It's very comfortable. It's cloth. It doesn't take up a lot of room. And then as they get older, you can turn them around too so they can face out and look out through the park. And a big win for that is when my wife went on Astro Orbiter and Dumbo, she was able to take the baby and he was strapped to her chest and safe and secure in the ride while my other two got to ride by themselves. So we're a big fan of baby carriers. Also, uh, there's something really neat when you run into another mom or dad with a baby carrier. It's like a community. So it'd be like, oh, I love your little baby and stuff like that. And there's a bunch of different brands. And so you'll have a minute to sit and talk to them. And one thing that I did, Doug, is for Mother's Day, I got a really special one. It's one of the Disney ones. So ours actually has Mickey Mouse on it. Oh, way to upgrade. So one question I have, we never really were baby carrier people. Yep. And like, 
I think part of the reason was I never felt like I put it on correctly. Mm. Like one arm, like my arms would be twisted and like I couldn't move. This one, I is it easy to put on? Like, can someone simple-minded like myself that's not flexible get it physically on? Absolutely. Now you might need some help by someone buckling you in the back, but it is really easy to put on. And then the great thing is you can flip it around, so it's like a backpack. Like you don't even have to look at my kid. No, and and what's really nice is my older kids have been able to go in backpack style when their legs have just completely given out. And so that's when I have to hold the little baby and then one of my other kids will ride backpack style. Uh, is there a weight limit? There is, but my kids are tiny. Yeah, I know. That's, I don't know. This, I, you have a seven-year-old that weighs less than like, you know, I think my nephew that's I think she's, two. I think she's 40 pounds now, 42 pounds. I have no idea what she weighs, but she is she's tiny. She's still under so, 50 though. Yes, yes, because okay. car seat laws in Nebraska. So she's, yeah, still got to be in the harness and everything. So, but yeah, we do love uh, the little babies. We definitely put a link in the blog. It's definitely our favorite, ergonomical, well-made, uh, very safe, and probably one of the most popular carriers on the market. And if you want to spend a little extra, you can get that Disney one, stand out a bit. Yeah, that's cool. I It keeps you close to your baby. Does, how ventilated is this? Because it's, I mean, you were there it's in good. September. It's mesh. It's mesh. The baby doesn't get too hot and... Uh, it's definitely, you can definitely feel safe. The baby's in there tight and it is just a great thing. And I, and I love that it has this little flap that you put over his head. And so he's not getting sunburn. Take a good nap on mom or dad, mostly mom in this case, because I was pushing the double stroller. Yeah. Sounds like a great product. It is. All right. Well, since I asked that question about staying cool, we got to go to the next one. And that's has to do with staying cool. Now, you guys have a couple different water bottles that you've used over the years, and you've kind of become creatures of habit with the ones that have worked. What water bottles have helped or stayed working for you in the parks in the heat and the humidity? Definitely stainless steel, first off, has been great because it doesn't warp. You can drop it. We like you go through chargers we go through water yeah. bottles we definitely we drop them but they're just they're great they're well made they keep water cold uh there's some bigger ones like the hydro flask that has a big lip on it so when you get free ice water you can pour the ice in there as well so we're just really big in having that i know we always rent a stroller so we love that there's uh little cup holders and these water bottles fit perfectly in there so it kind of sticks with us and you know, we're just, we're big water drinkers. And when you're in Florida, especially with kids, you got to keep drinking the water. Yeah. And you so got to keep you, pushing on. If you have that uh, water bottle there with you and you're filling it up constantly, not just waiting till you do meals to do drinks, it, it's going to be, well, one, it could save you because you don't realize you're getting dehydrated, but it just, it's also just perfect for kids and keeping them from getting sick and dehydrated. And this keeps the water nice and cold for a long time, right? Oh yeah. We had These ice in it all just... day. It was great. But I nice. it. we've had that, uh, when we did a couple trips, uh, it might not be as Florida hot, but we, yeah, we put ice in it in the morning and there's still a little bit of ice in it by the evening. Cool. Yeah. When we, we used to use a water bottle a lot more when we were still pushing a stroller and that was a little bit before the day of the, the stainless steel ones being, the prices they are now. Um, this is kind of when they were starting to come on. So we used the polar water bottles, the plastic insulated ones. They did really well. But yeah, they've definitely gone away from that to more of this style with the swell. That's a great water bottle and it seals real nice. But 
I liked your Hydro Flask one with the straw. Yep. That's, that's, uh, perfect. that's what we use for the kids. And I think kids drink a lot more when there's a straw rather than having to drink like, you know, the typical type of, you know, put it up to their lips. It's so much work. But... Well, and then my kids will probably spill somehow, drink, try to drink too much. They'll spill on their shirt and then they cry because their shirt's wet. Well, I would cry too. I that's... Mean, it's devastating. It is. You're already wet from sweat. So, I mean, heaven forbid wet with water that's cold yeah but in florida sometimes it never dries you're just all yeah it would never dry you just that shirt's just done it's never gonna dry again going to the gift shop yeah i mean it could dry out if you maybe had a fan to blow on it that's right and fans are i'm let me be honest so i've never done disney world in the heat heat like we did this last trip you did i tried to tell you you're like september's fall it's like, fine. No, it's well, no, I knew it would be hot. I didn't realize it was going to be as hot as it was. And I love that everyone above the age of about 50 had one of these necklace fans on. And it got so hot that we bought a fan, too. Not exactly the brand that we put on the blog, but we did buy uh, one via Disney. And, and I the wish... one on the blog is better than what you were able to get. And basically. cheaper. And Yeah. And so I wish, and we're going to, so we have another trip for this uh, September time. And so we're definitely going to buy one or two of these just to have on our kids, on us. When you're waiting in those lines, uh, it just cools you down a little bit. We talked to a lot of the people in line who had them and my kids were enthralled by them. They thought they were so cool. So definitely a purchase that we will definitely be making this next time. Yeah, I've never, never done that. I mean, July, I would have taken one if somebody handed one to me, but I was not. I mean, they're only 15 bucks. And so, and the ones at Disney, I think we spent 25 or 30 on one. So, and the kids fought over it because we can only afford one at the time. Yeah, that's fun. We have multiple children and one thing. Yep. Gotta love them. All right, Derek. Now, the next one, when you point out to me that I have something that I trust. And I take to the parks that I've tried other brands, but this is the one that I love is socks. What do you tend to forget when you go on trips other than USB chargers? Uh, for socks. the record, I did not forget socks at Disneyland. I had Finally. just enough. I know it was one day at the parks, but you're right. I've, <laughs> I have forgotten socks at so many trips and I don't know if I forget them or they just get lost about bomb of the bag. I, I have no idea. I don't know, but I do know that this is the brand that you wore. So tell us why this brand, because I remember you cleaning socks in our room. Yes, and it smelled awful. Uh, I like. I will never forget those socks. The 3048, they're running socks. They're really nice because they're airy, and I prefer wearing running socks when I'm at the park. I know that's a a debatable question with some like wool and moisture things. I like running socks that have a little extra padding, so I'm stepping in them. They're still... Uh, they keep your feet dry. They're airy, but they also have uh, a lip on the back, so your heel does not get blisters. I know that's a, a big one for me when you're wa- when you're walking around Disney. Sometimes you're not walking straight forward and backward. No. You're doing a lot of weird moves with your feet. A lot feet. of weaves. Uh, you'll get blisters in weird places of your toes if you're not careful. If just to clarify, if you can just walk straight at Disney World, that means you're the one walking slowly. Oh, good point. That's right. Yeah, yeah Bob Some and Weave. You walk straight. That's true. We or, and around. they randomly stop for no reason. Well, those yeah. People. I mean, stopping in the middle of the sidewalk's a must for yep. those people. Don't do that. No, don't do that. Also, from this last trip I didn't bring up, don't try to get a group picture in front of the castle and take up the whole walkway with a group of like 25. 
yeah, there's places to go to try that picture. Yes. So side note, don't do that. And if you are doing that, at least wear good socks. So I highly recommend running socks. We have a good link to uh, a good brand on our page. You can get all sorts of fun colors, but don't try to get, you know, special Disney socks that look pretty. Get stuff that are comfortable. Try them out before you go. I don't know how people do the shoes that don't have, like, they don't wear socks. Like, I my no skate idea. would, like, rip off inside. Like, girls who wear flats? I, I have worn sandals to the park, so I, I've been Flip, able to I do that. flip-flops before, yeah. but that was just for, like, part of a day. Yep. Like, and I knew we weren't going to put in lots of miles. It was basically, like, we're going to go to dinner, we're going to hit this, and then back to the room type of thing. I mean, if Michelle it's... wears flip-flops 100% of the time. Some people can't. Their feet are stronger than ours. My feet are sad and wimpy, and they need fancy socks. I'm wearing socks right now, just socks. Just well, no, and and clothes. I'm glad yes. Doesn't catch everything. No, I'm. I don't. I don't wear. I I don't like to wear shoes. I like to. If I could do Disney in just socks, I would. That'd be perfect. Yeah, it would. I feel great, except for puddles. I'm gonna go buy a, a a few pairs of these thirty forty eights and uh, give them a whirl. I would suggest that you, when you get new socks, definitely break them in, kind of yep. like shoes. You don't want the first time you ever wear them to be there. Um, make sure you wear them at least once so they get washed. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, socks are really important. Yeah, they are. Don't. It's it's one of those things you don't realize that you walk an average of eleven miles when you're at Disney in any one of the parks, pretty much. And if you're wearing cheap five dollars socks from your local box store, they're going to shred the bits and so are your feet. So definitely it's worth the money because you're going to be saving money in a foot bill down the road. Yeah. So there you have it. Lots of things that like specifically that we like and use that maybe hadn't thought of before, but we have one more little category to talk about. That's kind of the more obvious thing. Like we talked about having chargers, but and the kids, like I mentioned iPads Mm -hmm. and things like that, but there's, Several different ways to skin a cat. And Derek and I differ on what our kids use for traveling entertainment. My kids are iPad kids. Versatility, um, lots of games, lots of other things. They use it a ton. Now they mainly watch Disney Now and YouTube when they're just laying on the couch like bums. But when we travel, it's theirs. They protect it. They charge it. They do everything. But they're a little bit older so they can have that responsibility. So iPad mini is what my kids roll with. And um, they last quite a few years. It's been great. Derek, however, what your kids roll with something a little different. We do. We'll get, uh, we do have old iPhones with a bunch of movies and stuff and games that we do give them, Doug. But my favorite thing is uh, doing Nintendo with my kids. I'm a Nintendo kid myself. I don't get to play that often. Pretty much the most I get to play is in an airport. And yeah, you can't really bring yeah big Nintendos on there. But the Nintendo Switch, which is uh, Nintendo's newest console, is portable. And so you can bring that on the airplane. I'll set that up. I will play Mario Kart with my son and my daughter. And we can play for an hour or two on the flight. And, and it just gets us through the flight. Um, this last trip, they fell asleep. So I got to play some Mario myself, which rarely gets to happen. But uh, yeah, I just, I love having a Nintendo Switch. It's compact. It's a great electronic. I always try to tag Nintendo and thank them every time I'm on an airplane. You've probably seen that on Twitter mm-hmm. because it's the only way for me to travel with my two older kids. The baby, he's not really into not Nintendo yet. one, he's not uh, into that. He does push the buttons though and messes with my game. Nice. That's kids. Love yep. them. 
one thing, so I don't know that much about the Nintendo Switch because my head's a little buried in the sand. And uh, the game's all preloaded. Like, do you load them in? Is there memory inside the Nintendo Switch, or do you have to bring an actual game cartridge? You can do either. You can either buy a big micro SD card and just download direct from Nintendo, or which uh, I have a couple that way, but I prefer buying cartridges because then you can resell them uh, when you're done with the system. And so I have a case with a few cartridges in them. Okay. So you get to pick either way. I know yeah. a buddy of mine, just he bought like a 128 gig micro SD card and just puts all the games on there. That way doesn't even have to worry about the case and cartridges. Yeah. Just has them Less to lose. Yes. Which is stressful. I'm not going to lie. When you're on an airplane, switching mm-hmm. out one cartridge for the other. And uh, it's Never coded. Know where it's, to go. Well, the cartridges are coated in a thing that tastes really bad, so kids don't choke on them because they are pretty small. But I still will put them in my mouth. So I, I take one out, I put it in my mouth, put the other one in, put the other one away, and I'm like, oh, I hate that taste. But it's just like you're on an airplane, turbulence hits, you, you, you lose it. You can't hold I, it between other fingers while I, you flip it around. Not, not with kids around me, not with a baby. I just I put it in my mouth and I take the take the dirty taste there for a minute. Okay. Well, and also since we don't want our kids to be that kid or us to be those parents where your kid's watching a show, there was a kid in the airport watching Barney in Spanish yesterday, on my way home from Fort Lauderdale at like max volume. That was special. I really enjoyed it. I hope I, you learned something. All, didn't know Barney still was around. Second of all, Barney in Spanish, just as bad as Barney in English. So... Parents, please give your children headphones. Yep. Now, my kids have broken more headphones than I have owned headphones in my lifetime. I'm going to say that. Because headphones, I think, have become the most fragile thing on earth, possibly. They're very cheaply made. And like, but they're not cheap. Like, No, I you're right. Cheap ones, I bought an expensive one. Sometimes the $9.99 one off Amazon that was the most questionable purchase I've ever made has lasted longer than the $100 ones where I'm like, I'm going to get them good ones, and that's going to last. Because it's usually not like abuse that I can physically see them doing that makes it break. It's just like a connection. It's like if I could just open it, solder it back together, and close it, but you can't. You can't fix headphones. I so, you can fix teeth, but you can't fix headphones? I get, I Unless duct tape can do it i don't know i did duct tape sam did go to disney one time with a pair of duct taped headphones yeah i have uh my headphones right now uh have some duct tape on them yeah like the top broke and like so i got some pink duct tape and just wrapped it up however they have now had headphones that have lasted about a year which is like dog years i think is how headphones. yeah we almost have to get a new pair every trip yeah, it's like three to five months is like the lifespan of headphones. These are fantastic, and they don't show any signs of slowing down. It's pretty spectacular. So they're JBL's on-ear wireless headphones. I'm a big fan of the on-ear. I'm not a big fan of earbuds for myself or for my children. Uh, I like it over my ear because you don't have to worry about pushing things into your ear. So these wireless ones have been fantastic. And I got three different colors for three different kids, and they have worked real well. Now, for myself, though, I had streets for quite a while. I thought they were great, and then my wife gave me some beats, and I was like, good Lord, why did you spend the money on beats? I didn't ask for these. I just, She already had some. She got some free with her computer, and she like loved them. 
And uh, so I switched over to Beats, and on this last trip, I accidentally took both pair of headphones all the way to Fort Lauderdale. And there was this kid on the airplane flying home that was just screaming their heads off. And I had my Beats on. I could hear him a little, so I thought, you know what? I want to see what it sounds like with my streets on, see what the difference is. It was like night and day. I don't have noise cancellation headphones with Beats. That's another like insane level of money, which would be magical if I couldn't hear anything. But I could hear the screaming kid a lot more with my streets. So there is a little something to the Beats. There is some quality there. And don't they have a special Mickey Mouse 90th birthday Beats out right now? It's like 600 bucks or whatever. Yeah. That's those are really expensive. Um, those still aren't the noise cancel. They're like the same price as the noise cancellation almost, but not. But not just yeah, because they have a Mickey skin pretty. on them. Yeah, basically because of the sticker. Yep. So, but Disney junkies like us are more likely to buy. Somebody will like get that. them. Yep. Not me. No, I'm good. Hopefully, mine lasts for years and years and years. And I think being wireless actually is one of the reasons why the kids' headphones have last longer because you don't, like, there's just less things to Plug in wear. the cord, yep. The cord is one of the highest areas. And, like, you know, they have it plugged in and they stand up and they rip things, you know. And that can also pull their iPad off things. And so you don't have to worry about that with wireless. So that's kind of my headphone ramble. So that's the main list, what we kind of wrote down. That's all over on the blog. You can check it out. Um Derek, did you have any honorable mentions that you like to use when you travel? One thing that we didn't put on here because it's kind of simple, kind of basic, but I think everyone should know is just having a string or a cinch bag, something small to take around the park, especially if you have kids. You can put a couple diapers in there, Band-Aids, one of the water bottles. Heck, you can put the iPhone or the eye, any of the eye products with headphones in there. So if they get bored in line, but yeah, carrying all that around would be awful. So we were definitely big believers in having a little bag to go through and backpacks are nice, but going through that bag check line can be annoying. I understand. Yeah. So you don't really use that though. Like when you're on an airplane, you have that bag no. packed. Yep. And so that is kind of our park bag. So we'll have a couple, maybe ponchos in there as well. Uh, those dollar ponchos that you see, but yeah, just a little go bag, especially when you're traveling with kids, you never know. Yeah. You can hang that on your stroller too. And that's what we do. Yep. Exactly. Once you lose that stroller, when you lose, when you shed the stroller, um, that's where a regular backpack comes back into play for a while for us. Cause it's just not comfortable to wear the strings on your shoulders. They dig in and I'm a wimp. You are. So we went back. I am, I am. We all know this. So my backpack of choice is the uh, North Face Recon. I I need to buy a new one. Mine is broken. It's uh, past its warranty, which I was unaware North Face had warranties, but they do. And so I'm going to be getting a new one soon, but that's my bag of choice I travel with is my Recon. And uh, so many pockets and compartments and cup holders and mesh and can just shove things in certain places and yeah i'll be honest i've shoved a, a dry sack when we go on cruises so kind of like your sling bag we always pack um like a beach bag which is often the castaway club bag that castaway members get uh, but i also pack a dry bag that rolls up real small and you can find all kinds of them different sizes but that way, in case we swim like you know hours before we have to pack and send our luggage off, we can stick the 
wet, nasty saltwater swimsuits in a dry bag, yep. curl it up, we always throw it in there. Too. Don't have to worry about it leaking. Don't want to open it when we get home, but that's my job. I have to take it outside, open it, and hold it out like Simba being presented to the pride band. So that's kind of my honorable mention is the dry stuff bag. Yep. That's always a good one. I forget we always take that on our trips as well because we always try to do the pool before we fly out. So it's it's, got to have. It's a little more trustworthy than just like a baggie because a baggie can pop open with pressure and they break, they rip, things like that. And Other travel gear-wise, I think you mentioned a first aid kit. First aid kits are great. Uh, You can buy them online or you can just pack uh, Band-Aids. You can get Disney Band-Aids, some other gear that you might need throughout the day contact solution or just neosporin just little things oh no kent we got to talk to kent because christina packed him yeah she uh, takes care of him yeah she packed a uh first aid kit that they actually use so you never know little things like that especially when you're traveling with kids can definitely help out yep yeah but that's nothing real specific just you know kind of what you need just things to remember so i think that kind of does it that does our, and, and if, if we're forgetting gear. something we want to hear from you. We're going to actually put a post together that's what is your favorite thing to bring when you travel with a family? And if it is Nintendo Switch, I totally understand. You know, one one travel gear that I've never found the product that I like, I don't always try, use it because flights like to Orlando aren't that long, but a little bit longer flights is one of those neck pillows. I've never gotten one that I've thought like, I agree. Oh, yeah, I don't like I neck pillows with this. Nope. I haven't figured it out. So if somebody has like a magical neck pillow that they love, hook me up with what it is. I probably will try it. I have, I have one around here somewhere. Literally oh. one just right behind me. I mean, Michelle is. Look at this. Look at this. One right behind you. One right behind me. This Neck pillows. Get, I'm putting mine on right now. Oh, I cannot that sleep. Looks good, I know this is my wife's. That I is, could not uh, sleep with this. There's no it's way. Like rainbow. I gotta describe this. Rainbow print leopard. Rainbow leopard. I say prints. it's my wife. It's secretly mine. Yeah, it's definitely Derek's. No question about that. Mine. I'm trying to reach it here. Oh yeah, mine actually is Disney. Theme just got little airplanes on it. This is my wife's though. Uh, this podcast has taken a weird turn. By the right. way, we better wrap this up. If, all right. Well, definitely check out our blog post. We are going to put it in the show notes. And, of course, our website is www.ropedroppers.com. And thank you so much. Let us know what you like to travel with. And then, speaking of traveling, Michelle is, what, on her way home by the time this episode airs. So that will be good. And we'll have her on in a couple of weeks to talk more about Christmas. And then next week we have Kent and Christina on. So a lot of fun episodes to be looking forward to. But if you want to book an magical Disney vacation, we highly recommend using the Rope Drop Queen, Michelle McKnight. Her email is in the show notes, and you can get a free quote, and she can definitely work with your budget and get you the best thing possible. And, of course, follow us on social media at Rope Drop Radio. And if you want to be a Patreon, that is in the show notes as well. For Doug McKnight, I'm Derek Sassman. This has been Rope Drop Radio.